Hi, this is Millie, and you're listening to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. All right, guys, you notice there's no intro music, and my intro was short. Um, I want to give you the news, and I want to talk about it a little, so please don't just stop listening. My mom passed away suddenly yesterday morning. And it came as a shock because I had no idea that she was even sick. And and still, I still don't know. That's really not relevant. But I want to come on here to reassure all of you that this experience is not going to stop me from making podcasts and posting on Instagram. And the TikToks is just going to take a little while before I go back into that. But I want you to feel I'm still here, okay? And I'm still a warrior for you guys. I'm a warrior of narcissistic upbringing. My mother's passing doesn't change anything okay the only difference is she was alive yesterday morning and now she's no longer here I want to be honest with you and I also want to share the experiences because you know everything is complicated it's not just she passed there's the people I don't talk to who are now all coming around how to deal with the left over parent, right? My father. There's a lot to talk about. And I will continue to talk about the things from the past, the traits, the things they do, the manipulations and the gas. This nothing is changing. Um but to let you know my feelings, it's been the most confusing thing I've ever been through and felt in my life. When I first found out, I found out through a text through my daughter because, well, you know, my dad and I haven't spoken in four years either. So my dad called my ex-husband who told my daughter, my daughter texted me and my first reaction was inconsolable crying. The fact of the matter is death is final. Right, And the feelings that we go through when we're in no contact with a parent who dies are confusing because you feel at first that's the, my reaction was to cry because I, it's almost like the shock of it at first. And then you feel confused. You feel guilty right that word guilt that's such a big part of being a child of a narcissistic parent especially when they die right that guilt is going to come up now we're allowed to feel it that's what i want to put across to all of you but besides just being able to feel everything and being encouraged 
I had an emergency short session with my therapist. And she definitely validated me, told me, and I and I knew, but it's nice to hear it from someone else. That's why you guys listen to me, because you're hearing it from someone else. Um that it's okay to feel that bad. It's okay to feel guilty. It's okay to feel those things. And it's also okay to protect yourself, right? So I don't want you to think in any way that I'm going on here to tell you don't go no contact. I would have still gotten no contact even if I knew that four years later, because if you all listened to my last podcast, I think I mentioned, I just made four years no contact nine days ago. I made four years no contact. So I don't want you to think in any way that this is my message, okay? We still deserve to not be abused by anyone, okay? We still deserve that. I want you all to hear that. I want you all to hear that even though I am grieving, okay, because you're going to grieve your your parent. You're going to grieve them. You can't help it. You're going to think of things that a good thing that happened with them, and you're going to cry. You're going to feel sad. But in no way does that take away from the fact that I did what was right for me, and I'm not sorry I did it. Okay. Yesterday, here's a little bit of of a possible thing that may happen. Um, I decided. Actually, it was it was it wasn't me who decided. I think I might have decided it on my own anyway. But it was my cousin who who told me that I should do this, and I did. Um, this is the one I listened to about calling my aunt, which I shouldn't have done, but this was different. Um, I went to my father's house, to my parents' house, and that was difficult and, and unexpectedly hard because, you know, she had just died. And I walk in, and I haven't been there in four years, and there was her coffee that she made and the two cups, and I went to pee in the bathroom, and there was her clothes hanging from the bathroom. So just that alone was difficult. It was difficult. But while I was there, I was there with my husband. I did have support, right? These friends of my mother came over and they were not, well, the woman, I should say. The man was fine. But the woman was saying underhanded comments, saying that my mother was having dreams about me, you know, pointing fingers, blaming. And it triggered me so much. I had to leave at that moment. I, I listened to my body now. My, I got the anxiety. I said to my husband, let's go. We got up and we left. To the point, it got it was so fast. The woman is telling me how I should be behaving with my father, which is none of her effing business. That I got up and 
I wasn't even going to say goodbye to my father. All I wanted, I couldn't see. All I could see was get out, you know. So my dad was in the backyard and I went back to the screened in area and I screamed to him, I'm leaving. Okay, so that didn't come off too good. He is, I'm sure he saw that as she's mad at me, she's leaving. I talked to him this morning and I explained to him that I wasn't going to leave him. And I don't want to talk about what happened yesterday because I'm not going to have conversations about how awful his wife that he just lost was now. You know, that's going to be a conversation for months in the future when he's had some time to grieve and also to have distance and see his situation and how awful it was with her. He he needs that time. But I just want you to know, this time I understand what's coming, right? I've been in this narcissist world for a while. You've been in it with me. Some of you hearing this have been in it since I, since I started making podcasts, right? I know you're out there, even if you're silent behind the scenes, I know you're out there. Someone's downloading my podcast, right? Um, that is difficult. You know, as far as when you go no contact and that parent dies, everyone that they knew hates your guts, <laughs> right? And these are people that I didn't think about at all during this because they were her friends. So what the hell did I care these are old people who are on their way to, to death themselves. This is the thing. This particular woman yesterday, she's pretty bad. Okay, she did shit to me, excuse my language, 15 years ago. When I was in my, you know, in my early 30s, um, she saw me. It's a long story and I don't want to get 100% into it, but I'll give you the short version. She saw me talking to a guy because I worked in a construction company at the time, this was before I met my husband. Um, it was actually 16 years ago. Um, I was sitting on a, on a park bench, right, on a picnic table with a beer in my hand because I didn't want people pressure me to drink and I don't drink. That's my choice, right? I no judgment, just my choice. I had, I had the beer in my hand and one of the the guys who worked in the construction company sat next, down next to me and was talking to me. So she proceeded. Now, why was she there? <laughs> it was held at a trailer park and they had a trailer there. That's what happened. I didn't even know that they were there watching. And she, Why was she watching me anyway? What the hell? So she calls my mother and tells her, number one, that I was drinking and talking to all these men. Right? And then my mother proceeded to yell at me for drinking and talking to men in my 30s. Uh, could do whatever I want in my 30s. If I wanted to have sex, well, I guess that's against the law, but if I wanted to have sex on the picnic table while I was drinking shots with 30 men, I was in my 30s, all right? None of her business. My mother couldn't really stop me. That's the story. So this woman was toxic, awful, horrible, nosy, crazy, bitch, and I wish she had not been there yesterday. Bad luck for me, right? So what I realized, this is going to happen now, because these people are all going to be like little ants coming around to my dad right now. And they're all going to just a fucking peer. 
excuse my language again, they're going to disappear. When they disappear is when I plan on slowly visiting my dad, not talking about my mom too much, not talking about anything to do with why I have been not in their life for four years, but try to also make him understand it wasn't you, even though he's responsible for a lot of things. Because he's the enabler, I'm I'm praying and hoping that distance will give him some light. So I'm going to stop there. I hope that this really was helpful to you because this is the fear that all of us have. And I know it because until it happened yesterday morning, it was my fear too, right? I'm still in fear, right? I go from grief and sadness to, oh my God, how am I going to deal with all of this? Should I go to the funeral? I don't even know really what's going to happen with the funeral. My daughter is not even here, but I'm grateful for that. But there's something else that has come out of this. I was going to end, but I remembered this, and this is really important. I've had an outpouring of people who know that I have a challenging, that's how they put it, that's why I'm saying that, or conflicted, however they put it, relationship with my mother. And they have contacted me. They've texted, they've sent messages, including my face, my, my Instagram crew. But of course, I know they understand. But I appreciate every single message. I just want you to know that. Um, the people that are in my IRL, right, in my real life, that I haven't talked to in years, who have called and have said, I know this is difficult regardless of, you know, your relationship with your mother and having little to no judgment. And there's nothing, this is not what I expected at all. This has been a silver lining in this mess is these people coming to me, especially one conversation I had today, a friend from high school. She, she's awesome. And I'm going to tell you why I think that. Um, Her father got sick and she gave up her life to take care of him. She would go every day to her parents' house and take care of her her dad morning till evening. It was her job almost. And he passed away uh, a year ago in March. And she called me and she was a cheerleader for me. Even though her situation was that situation where she was so selfless She didn't judge me at all. She understood me. She was supportive. And I love her for it. So guys, you may be surprised at that moment when your mother passes or your father or whoever it is. If it's a romantic relationship, that may be different. Um, 
But if it's your mom or dad, you definitely may be surprised at people coming out of the woodworks and being non-judgmental and telling you that I'm here for you. I've heard that so many times in the last, I don't even know how many hours it's been. I don't know what time it is because things are crazy and I'm not looking at clocks or watches or I'm just trying to survive right now. So that's the silver lining. But I want to again tell you that you need to do what's best for you and not to be afraid of the moment of death and go back because you will regret going back to abuse. Okay? I am still that person who thinks that you deserve to be happy and not be abused regardless of who the abuser was. And guess what? Now I can speak freely. I'm not afraid of anything. I can speak freely because the person who I was afraid of finding out about all of this is she's gone. She's not coming back. She's gone. Unless she has, you know, from the afterlife, she has some kind of power. She can't do anything to me now. I can talk more freely than I ever have. As a matter of fact, maybe my last name will pop up somewhere. And you guys will know my identity. For for real. I mean, you've seen my face. Recently, I've been... It's funny how that happened, right? I've been posting TikToks. So you know my face. You know my name, my first name. But you don't know my last name, right? So, I'm already free. I hope that was helpful. I love you all. I do love you. And, and that's why I came on here. I want you to know... That death shouldn't change. The, the, the thought of death should not change your actions now. Because you don't know when this is going to happen. It could take 15, 20 years for you. Unfortunately, I was no contact only for. That's not really long enough to feel nothing when your parent dies. You know? So... Again, I hope this is helpful. I hope I'm still your warrior. I'm still here for you. If I disappear for a little while, it's only because I'm in the middle of all of this. But I'm here. I'm not leaving. I'm going to make more podcasts. I love every single one of you. I'm here for you. I support you. I validate you. I believe you. Until next time.